time. <laughs> for real that time. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was a comedy of errors. Um, I have not mastered the countdown thing, the whole, you know, five, four, three, whatever uh, bullshit. So. As, as you can see. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, also, uh, full disclosure, I'm going to be a little loopy today. Uh, I am running on very little sleep. Um, I am banking on the adrenaline that is coursing through me right now to carry me carry me through this tonight's <laughs> session so um anyways hello everyone and welcome back to story reckless uh my name is nathan i am the dm for this uh show this story we'll be doing i uh, use he him pronouns and i uh, would like to pass it off to the players to introduce themselves i'm claire my pronouns are they them i'm still playing kidam uh, also, we have a YouTube channel where all of our stuff is going uh, the day after it airs here on Twitch. So if you have missed previous uh, episodes, they're all on YouTube. So you can go back and watch them there. Indeed. Remember, can people find the link to that? Uh, down there, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Yeah, some, some, yeah. But, ac- but actually, like, oh, can, I don't even know if people can see it because I have a. Oh, you're, you're cropped. Oh, no. it, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's it's down there somewhere. Um, we can also post it in chat. But yeah. Yes. Anyways, um, and my name is Olive. I use they and she pronouns, and I am playing Lovelace the centaur. Um, and for my malady of the week is I just got my tattoo uh, colored. And so I have a big old bandage, and it hurts. But I'm really happy about it, because it's the trans colors. <gasps> Will we get to see it next week? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Okay, well, with without that... Without further ado... Without further ado, um, I'm, I'm glad, Tiny Valkyrie, I'm glad that you think that Sleepless DM is best type of DM. So um, let's, we'll see what happens. I hope it is a good type of DM. Um... All right, so with that, let us do our recap. So, last time, we were just talking about this uh, before the show, because we were like, what happened? Uh, It was a lot of fun, just kind of shenanigans roleplay. There was some major things that happened towards the end, but the majority of it was uh, taking a bath with a a hot hot tiefling (laughs) bounty hunter. Um, yes. Yeah. There you go. That's exactly correct. Yes. Which then led to fun times at the tavern, which then led to Lovelace walking away <laughs> awkwardly. God, I, I have the picture of it like so perfect in my head of just like a pause in conversation. Me, eyes. There's a second to be like, make some kind of connection and then just like standing up, hands on table and be like, well, okay. Yep. Eyes like go to just like pupils and then like walking <laughs> off. <laughs> Trotting away to the, to the bedroom while Kadam and Valor just <laughs> shrug. <laughs> um, but yes, after all the nice, uh, well-earned relaxation y'all get, got to have, um, you went to bed and, you know, it's a and d story. So of course... Sleeping is is never what it right. <laughs> uh, So there were the dream sequences. Um, 
But Kadam found themselves uh, confronted by this strange luminous being that seeming it seems to maybe be the same being that has been popping up throughout Kadam's life in the past how many months? Six. Six months. Spilling my secrets. Oh, I'm sorry. Oops. <laughs> You're right. I am. Um, anyways, uh, th- there's some something going on there. Again, sleepy DM. Uh, <laughs> uh, but having this strange vision of this luminous being uh, made of green light with multiple limbs and these beautiful wings sprouting out from them and a strange, almost porcelain mask-like face with these beautiful ram's horns coming out the top. And they showed Kadam a half-orc in Baldur's Gate being assaulted by the Flaming Fist. And Kadam did their best to defuse the situation and found themselves tapping into some... something that in the moment they knew they could do. Uh, uh, a calm emotion spell, an ability to reach out and touch the consciousness of other creatures around you to diffuse the situation. And when you woke up and took a walk around Candlekeep, you had that realization of that's something you didn't even know you were capable of doing. Um, So whatever this being may be, they seem to be guiding you towards things that you didn't even know you could do. Lovelace also had a dream, one of a network of light stretching out beneath them, coursing up into hundreds, maybe thousands of individuals that have been cropping up in Lovelace's dreams and visions. These individuals are of all various species, um, of various types of people and various types of situations. And when Lovelace tried to reach out and connect with this network, it all faded. And Lovelace found themselves standing in a field filled with bones and rusting armor. As Lovelace cried out, she woke up to see the floating spectral head of a gigantic ghostly dragon coming through the ceiling above. This dragon ended up being more curious, friendly, uh, guardian of Candlekeep, perhaps, that told Lovelace they saw the spirits moving through uh, through the underground network underneath Candlekeep, and they followed them, and they all seemed to be connecting or channeling into Lovelace, and they were very curious about this, wondering what it was. Uh... You had some conversation, found out a little bit about about each other, found out that this dragon's name is Miram, and that they've been bound to Candlekeep for thousands of years by some ancient mage that resided here. At which point you said good evening to the dragon <laughs> and ran out into the hall to find Kadam coming back from their night walk. Um, and yeah talked amongst each or yourselves about these strange visions. And the following day, you met Valor in full plate armor um, and gathered your horses. Well, Valor gathered their horse, 
and Lovelies decided to allow Kadam to ride on your back. So there will be some thing consequences for that. Um, and you set out onto the open road headed for Baldur's Gate where your community has been afflicted with some strange set of murders that you are trying to resolve. And also trying to find out what the hell these gig watsums, these strange books are. So, at that point, let us pick up as Valor just gallops out of the gates of Candlekeep, Lovelace sprinting ahead, trying to keep up while Kadam is kind of wobbling on the back. Put your weight forward. Forward? Oh, forward. Yeah. Okay. See, my back muscles can... Okay, mm, okay that's... That didn't work. Just um, getting back a little bit. Okay. <laughs> can you make, um... God, can you make a a dex check, I think? A dex check? Uh, Kadam? Which one of us? Kadam? Like me. You're well, trying I to... can try. Yeah. No. What'd that's you get? Four. Oh, boy. Okay. So you are... <laughs> cantering after uh, Valor as she is getting ahead of you and you're trying to guide uh, Kadam, Lovelace, you're trying to guide Kadam on how to ride comfortably and suddenly, Kadam, you feel your weight starting to shift to the side and you try to correct and you end up overcorrecting and just tumbling off the side (laughs) on the ground. Um... You take oh, two no, points no. of bludgeoning still, damage. Are we still in view of Velma? <laughs> yes, this is very no. soon after that. <laughs> so, yes, um, uh, Lovelace, as you look back, seeing Kadam tumbling in the, the, the uh, dust on the road, you can see Velma just watching from the o- very open gate with the other purple robe guardians of the gate all watching as this calamity is happening and you can just hear valor and you look and see that she's just looking at you like this i will pick myself up i'll circle back around lovelace i think we should start out with walking if we're gonna do this okay yep yep okay or i can no, we, uh, we can walk. We can walk. We can walk. All right. I can power walk. All right. Um, I will help back up. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, easy enough. You're not you're not galloping like with with a slower pace. It's not as big a deal. Um, you do catch up to Valor. <laughs> that was quite a tumble you took. Uh, <laughs> But seriously, are we going to be able to uh, move at a quicker pace? We're, we're just getting, uh, you know, to know each other, mm. to know like the balance. Well, we'll we'll uh, get up to speed in no time. I thought you have done this before, Lovelace. Yeah, it's different with different people, you know. A little bit of performance equipment. anxiety, perhaps. You know what? Let's just keep get going. All right, let's go. Um, and she will. <laughs> and start riding ahead, not full gallop, um, as you keep pace at a, a slower speed. And with that, I'm going to roll some things to see what today holds for us as we are here 
uh, on the Sword Coast, making our way back to Baldur's Gate. Um, I'm going to be rolling on some tables, see what the day has uh, has for us. So, first up... As we go along, yeah, I would please. like to watch Valor very closely, seeing what she does with her body riding her horse, and I will try and imitate that. Okay. Um, Except she has a saddle. And I'm uh, sure that changes things somehow. Make, make, a, make an insight check for me. Oh gosh, fourteen. Sorry, <laughs> uh, a fourteen. Okay, um, yeah, uh, easy enough. Uh, a fourteen, I think, is is enough that you are you are starting to pick up as the day goes on how to kind of adjust to the way to ride with with Lovelace. It is different because. There's, there's, it's a centaur, and Lovelace is a lot smaller than Valor's horse, but there are some, some similarities where you see just the way to kind of relax and move with the motion of this animal underneath you. Um, I'm speaking like I know what it's like to ride a horse. To, I've never to grab with the legs rather than the arms. <laughs> um, and yeah, lo- I mean, Lovelace, how it, you can tell Kadam is becoming more comfortable as this is, uh, as the day is progressing. And the day is a nice, clear day um, with just a smattering of clouds above. Um, as you are riding along the Lion's Way, which is this uh, more well, um, well-groomed well path through basically sand dunes and chaparral. Um, please feel free to talk amongst yourselves while I figure out the last little bit of this. Yes, Lovelace is a centaur, as opposed to a, a horse, yes. two-legged, or a horse or a two-legged person. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Hi. Hi, uh, Luno Land. Um, my goodness. Yes. Uh, welcome, by the way. I haven't, I'd have never seen your uh, username before. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is, right? It is. Like, 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 where do you put your hands here? Like, is it a shoulder? Like, oh my god. Okay, okay. I I feel like around your waist is too low because then I'm hunched and it's like all forward. I don't want to go around your neck. Oh my goodness. Maybe, maybe just like, so like, this is some of the awkwardness where you fell off before. Like, you were trying to just like be very like shoulders and like ah and now like maybe there's like handholds on the back of my vest do i like yeah grab the sides of, can i grab the armholes of your vest yeah yeah that, all right. that makes sense excellent all right this this i think can work <laughs> oh my god that was that was the best i i, I yeah um uh, <laughs> it's been a while i think since we've had a a, a, a new person in chat like chime in and usually we will say like by the way lovelace is a centaur because it's easy to forget when we're just doing these descriptions and uh that was probably the best thing ever to just see that centaur got it all making a lot more sense now. <laughs> oh boy um all right so um that was amazing so 
as the day goes on. Okay. Um, you wind your way, or not even really wind, it's a relatively straight path, but you, you kind of go up and down through these rolling sand dunes that are so prevalent towards the um, this spot of the coast near Candlekeep. Um, but as the day progresses, the sand and the succulents give way to hardy chaparral, and you see this thick, like, deer brush and oak trees growing up um, as you go into the late afternoon. Uh, let's see. Can I have both of you make perception checks for me? Sure. Thanks. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Wow. Twelve. Okay. Twenty-one and twelve. Okay. Um. All right. So, as the afternoon goes on, uh. As the sun is starting to dip uh, just below the tree line, and you're getting these beautiful god rays coming through the dappling of the oak trees, um, and the dust from the trail is kind of kicking up, so you get those really nice lines of light cutting through. Uh, Kadam, you spot a bit of movement off to the left side of the trail in one of these oak trees um, right. as you as the pace is kind of slowing down at this point and throughout the day by the way valor was going at a relatively quick pace towards the beginning of the day but um as the day goes on you know valor kind of slows down especially when you get out of sight of Candlekeep. kind of maybe get the sense kadam that she was maybe putting on a little bit of a show to leave Candlekeep. um but uh as you're slowing your pace is slowing down you come to a section of the trail where um there's a little bit of these uh kind of rocky outcroppings that come up on either side so you're almost in a little bit of a gully this may have even been uh at times is like a dry creek bed um and yeah we'll say there's even a little bit of water as you get to the bottom of this some splashing in these pebbles and, and little puddles and you look off to the left side of the trail where there's this beautiful oak tree kind of leaning out over the trail and you watch as you see a, you swear you see a face in the tree. And it's this, it, it's, it's almost blending in with the bark, but there's more of a green hue to it. And it's this, uh, very harsh features, high cheekbones, um, very beautiful face that is staring down at both of you, or sorry, the group of you moving through, and then kind of dissolves into the bark. I, I just kind of raise a hand up. Okay. Um, okay, so yeah, you raise a hand up. Lovelace. Yeah? What's up? You, you ever met a dryad? No. Either have I. What? Looking around. <laughs> We're gonna slow down. 
slow down. Okay. Uh, Valor is not really paying attention, like, like, is a little ahead, so she just keeps at her pace. Up there, I just saw a face. In, in, in the bark. I, I don't know. Are you, are you sure? I didn't see anything. Well, I, I know I saw a face. I just don't know if we should disturb them necessarily. Do you... What do you do with dreads? Do you make, like, an offering to, like, a horse god kind of situation? I have no idea. Can we make, like, a nature or religion check to see if there's any, like, legends about... Yeah, um, I would say... Oh, boy. Sure. History, arcana, or religion... I, I guess nature could work. If you have nature and you want to use I'm it, just, yeah, go. I mean, yeah. I mean it, it, <laughs> yeah. But I would say, sure, nature could work. I could see uh, any of those four could work. I'm going to roll religion. Go for it. Seven. Okay. I mean, I would say you maybe. Well, you actually, I guess you haven't heard of dryads. So, yeah, you have no idea. Uh, what about you, Kadam? Do you want to make a check? I don't know that I would know terribly much more other than they live in trees and... Okay, that's fair, yeah. Um, or tree spirits of some kind? Yeah, uh, lovely. So why don't you make another perception check for me as um, since you as well like kind of looked up in the direction that Lovely was pointing. <laughs> exactly the same as last time. Another 12. 12. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, looking up into that direction, you actually do catch something. Um, you catch... You catch two, uh, what looks like dragonflies, kind of darting between the leaves of that tree. And as you watch, you watch as one of these insects alights onto a branch. And when it stops moving, the form becomes more clear. And you see what looks like a tiny, tiny humanoid with these beautiful insect wings kind of off the back. And they are nearly nude with just these very delicately woven threads of probably, I'm imagining like a hummingbird's nest, right? Like very intricate threads of organic matter woven into a top and a little bit of a bottom piece as they're alighted up there looking at you and they look towards you and and fly away. Gutweed would have loved them. I think I say to Kidam. Um, oh. you, you hear uh, <laughs> you hear Valor's hooves and you see her turn around. What are you two lollygagging back there for? We found some... some people? Uh... She puts uh, a hand on the pommel of her sword. I don't think that's necessary. Uh... Fairies? Oop. Fire threat protection, everyone. Sorry, I just got a Windows notification. What? Fairies? Dryad? Uh little tiny winged people 
I'm inclined to go up and say hello. Remember the pseudo dragons? I do. They were so sweet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna slide down off of uh, Lovelace's back and and head up to towards the tree. Okay. Um, mm. easy enough. You slide off and start walking up, kind of having to scramble up the side of this relatively steep earthen bank to get up there. Um, Valor starts trotting towards you, Lovelace. Um, Kidam! I'm in a bit of a hurry. What are you doing? Saying hello. If you want to go ahead, you can. We can catch up, Valor. Are you sure you you can... uh, I'm, I'm going to be camping off the sides, trying to stay as hidden as possible. Uh, can you... This will only be, take a minute or two, I'm sure. I, I'm, gonna, I'm going to stay. I, I'm, I don't trust... You said you saw people. I, you never know what, what could happen. Aw, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, no problem. Also, uh, I, I don't know if I can get out that bank there. You could do it. I've seen... Uh, you could do it. I think so. You don't think so? I think you could. Maybe. Look at maybe. You. It'd be It'd be a trick. It would take me about... Uh, 25%. <laughs> My movement would count about 25% as much as yours to get off that bank. That is so strangely specific. <laughs> uh, Alright, Kadam, you scramble up and uh, make your way into having to push aside some of this thick uh, deer brush and start going up. You want to go up to the, the oak tree? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think... I think I'm going to uh, call out an elvish Hello, my name's Kidam. I mean you no harm. I'm merely curious to, to meet you. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check for me. I'm good at those. But when I roll freeze... <laughs> uh... Nine. Okay. You stand there waiting. And all you can hear are just the sounds of birds around you, but nothing seems to uh, respond. All right. Um. I don't have anything. Well. I hope you all have a nice day. I'll head back down. <laughs> okay. I don't know if they want visitors right now. I say to, to Lovelace once I come back. All right. I think Lovelace will say like some like small blessing in Sylvan. Mm-hmm. Specifically, just like some centaur like May the wind rustle your leaves. Yeah. In a pleasant susurrus. Um, make a persuasion check with advantage. As you're saying this as Kadam is climbing down the bank and you're looking up towards the towards the trees. Seventeen. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay, I have to do something. It's gonna take me a second. So, as Kadam, you are climbing down to meet up with Lovelace, and you get onto the back, and Valor nods and. Alright. Are you satisfied? Can we get going? I'm good. Good. And she wheels the horse around and starts trotting down the path. And Lovelace, as you start to follow, you look up and can see in that oak tree as you pass it and you start, you just lock eyes with it as you pass. You watch as that face kind of melds out of the tree looking down at you. Oh! And they nod. And you are going to get something, but what do you what do you want to say? They they they, they nod quietly towards you. I think maybe just like a low whistle. You uh hear what to you Kadam just sounds like birds above. Um you don't really take mind mind to it. But you you hear these two birds starting to um, chitter above uh, Lovelace, and as you look up, you see there are two of these humanoid figures with insect wings that are responding back to you in, in bird calls. And uh, you watch as out of that tree trunk an arm gently appears and gestures towards you. And you can swear you see a pulse of something through the ground towards you. Oh. And uh, I am going to give you something in a moment. But then you watch as as uh, they in the tree disappear and the bird songs suddenly and then they start to fade off into the forest and you look up and those two figures are gone. Uh, so. That's really special. Yeah? Yeah, that was nice. Maybe the pseudo dragons. Yeah, I don't know. Not all fairies are the same, I guess. Well, I imagine not. They're people, aren't they? Yeah. People tend to have a quite, quite the variety of, uh, personality and experience don't I know it (laughs) alright so Lovelace as you continue down the path and the day the sun starts to drop lower and lower and eventually you pull off the side to set up camp with Valor Valor immediately gets out to setting out the fire and it is spring so um, approaching getting close to summer but it's still the weather is a bit temperamental and the the evenings here can drop to a bit chilly um probably something that you're even used to in in where you live now (laughs) but uh yeah it it does get a bit chilly so uh valor is setting up a fire and lovelace you feel do you centaurs don't have dark vision correct uh, no. I don't believe so. You feel like the 
surroundings around you for a moment, they seem to brighten. And you can see details more clearly. And then it seems to fade. You get this sense... Again, it's hard to describe this in narrative terms, but you get a sense that you could probably tap into that. There's something in you that you could tap into that would allow you to be able to heighten your senses to be able to see in the dark. Um, you can basically cast dark vision uh, three three times. So after three times, it goes away. But me, you get that. That's cool. Indefinitely. So uh, wow. go ahead and write charm of dark vision down uh, somewhere on your character sheet. Okay. And uh, on today, today is green grass. Um, I need my little little thing. Um, you sat down for your first night out on the road uh, as Valor sets up camp, gets dinner ready for whatever porcelain she has. I will make dinner for all three of us. Yeah, Valor, you can see Valor is literally like seems to be pulling out the oats that are meant for the horse and is getting ready to cook those with, oh. with some just like venison to just throw in there. Um, Valor, I have some some vegetables and uh, well, seasonings. The venison is probably pretty good. But I'm happy You're welcome to-, to throw it in to the uh, I'm going to make some gruel for us tonight with the venison if you want to add it. Sure, sure. Um, I will take care of uh, take care of the seasoning and some vegetables, and uh, see if I can't make this into something more than just fuel. E- easy, easy enough. I mean, well, you could roll if you want. Uh, I don't know what role that would be, um, but I feel like Kadam probably knows how to cook. Like I get that sense from yeah, what we I- talked about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm a particularly... I'm not a chef. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know how to cook. <laughs> um, I don't even know what kind of role that would be. It's fine. You you uh, help Valor out with dinner as you prepare... I don't know. What What do you think? Does it come out decent, Kadam? I think it, it comes out better than it looks like it was originally going to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you settle down for the night for dinner. Um, you both are welcome to talk at this point if you'd like, but otherwise the evenings will just be another perception check um, from both of you as you are taking turns doing watch with Valor. Um, but yeah, this is an opportunity if you want to talk amongst yourselves, otherwise we'll just go to the next morning. You know, I completely forgot to follow up with that avowed about the dust of dryness. I bet we can find some in Baldur's Gate anyway. I hope so. I I imagine that if you aren't certain if you have a magical item lying around or not, it must be relatively common. Yeah. Probably, I mean, it sounded like anything that, like, any alchemist worth their salt would have. Maybe. I I don't know. I I just ain't never heard of it before. I'm still concerned with how we're going to find the damn thing. I have no idea. Uh, Valor, we're, we're talking about 
there's some, uh, well, hopefully only one Slytherin tracker wandering around uh, the outer city of Baldur's Gate. And uh, we were told that if we have a dust of dryness, that'll get rid of it. Um, but yeah, I forgot to follow up with the avowed who said they might have some. Dust of dryness? Hey, what's Slytherin tracker? It evidently is a looks like a puddle of water, drowns people, uh, <coughs> made from souls, a soul. Good luck. Thanks. We'll need I don't know it. How you would fight puddle of water, but uh, well, that's, that's the dryness. Yeah, that that, that makes sense. Uh, dry it up, suck it up. That uh, hey, uh, you know. I think there are some, uh, I heard you lovely say, I think there are some good magic shops in Baldur's Gate. I mean, you would probably know better than me, but... <clears throat> yeah, I know where one is. I ain't never been inside it, though. <clears throat> yeah, there's not no? a lot in the outer city. Oh, uh, Yeah, it, it seems that that kind of thing wouldn't make its way out there. It... No. Whereabouts in the outer city do you both live? Uh, Norchapel. Norchapel. So that's oh. on the uh, the eastern side of the uh, the walls, then. I think that's right. You have to go through it if you're coming in from uh, from Chianthar. I'm, I hope you don't take uh, insult to this, but you're rather close to uh, one of the more un- more unpleasant smelling areas. For all those. Oh, oh, we know. We're we aware. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you just get used to that. I, I always wondered, like you know, the people that live next to uh, where they process yeah. all the sewage. I always wonder how that. How do you? I... You just stop smelling it after a while. Oh, all right. Or like you know, it comes and goes. Like some days when there's like a nice breeze coming down off the river. Mm, it's oh. fresh, but oh god, like. The hot summer days, it can get... Oh, yes, I, I, uh, I spent some in Cormier when the summers get hot. It is just unbearable, especially when you have to, you know, uh, and at this point, she's not wearing her plate armor. So she gestures over to it, like bundled up, especially when I had to wear it. It was a bit more elaborate than that is. And I had to, all these garments and things I had to have on and it was, uh, it was, it was bullshit, but Anyways, well, uh, thank you, Kadam. That made my that meal way better than uh, what I was going to be eating. So perhaps we help each other out some more the following days. Hopefully, as long uh, as you can keep up. <laughs> really, I think we've got the hang of it. That reminds me, Lovelace. Make a Constitution check oh, for me. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just check or save? Uh, uh, just a check. 16! Nice. You are good. You are totally fine. But you are definitely sore. Uh, not being used to this c- carrying that much weight and mm-hmm. and also a living creature kind of... I mean, maybe like the yeah, closest like, you've come is I with your like... kid, but like, you know. <laughs> or like, I, I like carry people in wagons. Right. But I think specifically, like, the bruises of, like, something that's, like, not really attached to me 
like they keep wandering off to like kill the birds or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man. So, uh, with that, as Valor just okay, we'll go a little faster tomorrow. Then I oh, think no. Kadam is you. I see. I see you today. You you got the hang of it. I'm uh, going to be in worse shape tomorrow, Valor. Look, uh, you talk to your friend here. She says I go too slow, so tomorrow we go faster. That's just how That's it is. Right. Well, it was nice. I'm going to go to bed. You both can take first watch. In fact, Lovelace, I think you should take first watch. You know, it's, sounds great. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. I'm not mm, even tired. You know, actually, I think you should take last watch. That's probably the one you should do. What's going on here? You know, I just want you to be well rested for tomorrow's little race. You know, I'm not even tired right now. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do some exercises. Actually, actually, I'm gonna do some drills. Good, do it. I'll, t- I'll take first watch. All right, fine. I'm gonna go to bed. Good night. Great. I'm gonna leave the two of them to do whatever <laughs> it is they're doing. <laughs> uh, and Valor goes to bed. Uh, real quick, I need to address a couple things in chat because they're just. I just can't pass them up. Uh, Lieutenant Crashdown said, just feeling pine, which is... uh, You in operation, you can have fun with your puns. Um, And also, Lieutenant Crashdown also said, the dust of dryness, all they can imagine it now is magical kitty litter. So, yeah. I thought those were pretty good. (laughs) Um, All right, Lovelace. Go ahead and take first watch. Make a perception check for me. Kind of going to be swinging my spear around. Uh, perceptions plus four. 16 again. 16. Okay. Yeah. You're part of the watch. Goes by without issue as you rest there with your two companions sleeping. As you're off to the side of the road, um, Valor did take the time to find a spot to try to be as secluded as possible. Uh, and in the evening you just hear the sounds of night birds singing around you and at one point you do hear one call relatively close above and as you look up into the darkness when you normally can't see there is just a moment when your vision seems to clarify and you can see a tiny little winged figure at the top of a branch just watching over you and then the vision fades back into darkness and you just see that pitch dark of the forest around you with some of the shadows above of the branches and leaves just catching the uh, the moonlight because it was a full moon yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I'll like whistle to it again. Just like another little like bird whistle. Yeah. There, there's a response back. Um, but nothing happens during your watch unless you wish to do something during your watch, besides have a little chat with that winged figure through bird calls. Nope. Okay. Sounds good to me. Alright, uh, Kadam, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Ooh, that was, was that Lincoln? Yep. That's, uh, the, the three-legged dog that entered our camp about 20 minutes ago. Oh, no. <laughs> so cute. Uh, that's 15. 15, okay. Uh, as you exchange watch with Lovelace and settle down into your restful position, looking out into the darkened forest around you. 
seems to catch your attention. Just the sounds of the bird. Uh, well, at this point, this late into the evening, the birds are no longer calling about. Just some very low uh, sounds of crickets off in the distance every once in a while. All right. Would you like to do anything? Nope. Okay. I'm going to go and back then, to bed. <laughs> uh, and then Valor. I'm not going to roll for Valor just to keep things moving. So uh, Valor exchanges with you. And as you go to bed, Kadam, you can see Valor is already, like, doing stretches, going up to the tree, (laughs) and, like, just, yeah. Um, He has far more energy than I do. (laughs) You get through your first night without issue, and I have marked off the first day on the calendar. Oh, it's completely white. You can't even see an audience. Ah, whatever. It's fine. I have a calendar. I'm keeping track of the days. First day, marked off. You made it through green grass. And, uh, oh, I actually marked the wrong one. Here we go. And you are now into the first day of Myrtle. Myrtle. Yeah. All right. Let us start the next day. I'm going to do these series of rolls again to see what we have in store for us. Uh, okay. You know, I should actually have you you roll. I think that might make it a little more. Yeah, I can engaging. roll. What should I roll? Uh, okay. So I, I'll keep that first roll. This is to determine what the weather is today. Um, go ahead and roll another d20 for me. 17. Okay. Uh, now roll another d20 for me. There's going to be a lot of d20 rolls. Nine. A nine. Okay, roll a d12. Four. Oh, wow, okay. Interesting. I like rolling dice. (laughs) Roll a d10 for me. Eight. Hmm. Okay. Okay, uh, final roll, roll a d6. Five. Okay. Um, cool. I'm not going to do this one privately. Okay. Oh, God, where would this be from? Sorry, this was, like, slightly a little more elaborate than I was expecting. Okay, uh... So, as the day starts, again, it is relatively clear skies, but there is a bit of a breeze today. There is a light wind that is coming from the west, and you get sense of the ocean every once in a while throughout the day. Um, But you continue uh, at this point, early in the morning, as you gather up and get on your horse, well, get on... Get on my love legs. Get on your love legs. (laughs) Uh, relatively early in the day you you come to a T in the road and you can see the very wide coastway ahead Um, it is earthen road but it is much wider than the smaller path you were just on and you can see there is some relatively uh, rickety wooden signs one pointing to the north with Baldur's Gate one to the west saying Candlekeep and Going further south is... I don't know my geography well enough, so something. Um, 
But you continue north towards Baldur's Gate through the chaparral. And go ahead and both of you make um, perception checks for me. Does Valor make a perception check? Ah, okay, I'll do it for Valor. Twelve. Eleven. Okay. I get the ten. Um, (laughs) Oh, it's in order. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, the day um, progresses with these light winds periodically buffeting you from the coast. And you aren't really confronted by anything. It is relatively smooth sailing throughout the day. However, as once again, the sun is dipping down and you actually pull off the road to start making camp. Um, And finding shelter out here is a little more challenging, but Valor does find a, a relatively large oak tree to set up under, but it's, it's more sparse, right? It's not really a forest. It's more of these plains with these big oak trees spread throughout. Um, as Valor's getting the fire ready and Kadam, you're... What did you... Kadam, you got a 12? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll say, yeah, Kadam and Lovelace, you are both helping Valor getting things ready for dinner. Kadam, you catch the sound um, off to the road. You catch the sound of... Uh, many footsteps not rushing or running or anything just like a slow moving i don't know like a parade or caravan right and when you look off towards the road kind of past the tree you can see this relatively large cluster of shapes in the darkness just kind of shuffling along to the north heading north heading north all right uh just shapes in the darkness? How, how far it's, off the road it, it, are we? The sun is just set, so there's a little bit of... It's twilight. Um, we'll say you're probably a good 50 feet off the road. Um, so you're just able to kind of make out... I would say you could tell they look to be humanoid um, the, based on the height and the, the way they're kind of moving and shuffling. And you get that faint sound of feet kind of walking on dirt and gravel. But yeah, there looks to be a relatively decent-sized crowd, and you can see, like, towards the back, there are some that seem to be pulling carts. <clears throat> looks like we got some traders. Maybe? Heading the direction we're going. Why are they still traveling at night, though? Are there any, like, light sources? Um, yes, you can see... That's a good point. Yes, there would be light sources. You would see, um, you know, towards the front, there is appears to be light from probably a... It, 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 it's, it's a... Um, <laughs> what is it called? It's a rush light, I think? Um, it is... It's a, it's a type of... It's a medieval style of, of creating light where you have these... Um, wound pieces of like uh reed that are soaked in animal fat and it's it's this very oily little burning almost like candle so it doesn't produce a terrible amount of light but you can see that there are some individuals in front with those and towards the back it looks like there's some as well with these these uh uh little reeds of light looks like some sort of procession to me do you think it might be religious 
It's possible green grass was yesterday. Why don't we go say hi? I want to go say hi. I just I want to that. say hi to everyone we see here. You see that Val you see that Valor is like like already like pulling her flint and steel away from the fire and then hears you both saying this and is like uh, Alright, just You two don't get out much, do you? No. Nope. <laughs> this isn't the first time I've ever been away from Baldur's Gate. Sort of. Oh, alright. Um, I'm a little less trusting, I guess. Oh, I don't necessarily expect that people will, uh, I don't know, hug us, but... Um, it's just, it's quite a lot of folks, but I'm not going to stop you. I, I just... I'm going to stay here, at least maintain some element of surprise, and she goes Absolutely. over and she kind of picks up one of her armor pieces and is like, just, maybe just give me a moment to get this on, just for a sure. second. Sure, we will scream if we need you. Of course. Uh, and she starts putting her armor back on. All right, just be careful. I'm Move going it. to, uh, I'll just be here. Uh, um, okay. Start trotting after the this, the caravan. I will literally start trotting. Okay. Uh, how do you approach? Do you have light sources? What are you doing as you approach? Uh. Hello. Okay. Uh, you call out. Hello. Um. Okay. Give me one moment. I have to look something what? up. What is our light source? I don't know. Like, well, do have I a... have dark vision, as oh. does Valor. Yeah, so so really, Lovelace, what is your light source? Hey, uh, Kidam, could you um do your little light? Oh yeah, light uh, thing. And I will I will cast light. Okay. Yeah. I will cast light on something. I don't know. The world is bad. Sorry. My fingertip. <laughs> Your fingertip. Okay. Um, oh, by the way, yeah, the, the other um, sign to the south would have said Alm, like A-M-N, Alm. Uh, it's a, con a country, a province. Um, Are they friendly? We're going to find out. <laughs> Okay, I think I got it. I, I, I had to look some things up. Um, yeah, so for chat, you saw me going onto a map of Faerun to try to figure some stuff out. So, <laughs> um, You call out. Uh, you do see the individuals kind of tense and, and look towards you. You see some kind of rushing to, to, to grab some stuff. And uh, one individual kind of holds the hand out to steady them. Uh, uh, boy, here we go. Comes to improv. Um, yes, who is it? Who goes there? You hear this raspy voice call out from the darkness as um, one of those, this individual reaches out and pulls one of those rush lights up and it kind of illuminates the face a bit. And you see this very weathered woman with um, kind of a shawl up around around, almost like a babushka, um, 
as she holds up this rush right rush light to try to see as you're approaching and you have this brilliant light gleaming on the tip of your finger as you're moving towards them uh hello uh we're fellow travelers heading north oh. just uh wanted to make sure that everything was all right and uh we <laughs> wanted to say hi <laughs> oh it's okay everyone relax um forgive us we uh our uh, community was uh ransacked by gnolls and um we're a bit on edge at the moment that makes sense no i'm very sorry to hear that do you have any wounded with you or can we help uh lovely roll a t6 Five. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yes, we have five. <laughs> Whoa, what could it have been? What's the connection? Wow. <laughs> I should have just made that roll. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, we do. Um, we have five, five individuals in the carts back there. Uh, we're from Bear Ghost, uh, just south of uh, the Lion's Way. All right, yeah, I've I've heard of that place. Um, I'm a I'm a healer. I can help, maybe. Oh, oh bless you. Um, uh, w- would you? That would that would be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, th- wonderful. Um, please, b- bring bring them forward. Um, and you see some of the people in carts starting to pull these carts forward. And uh, as do you, would you like to approach to get closer? Yeah, I would. Yeah. So I'll... as you, mm-hmm. I guess I'm still holding my light. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what color is your your light? White. White. Yeah. So it is this. <laughs> I almost imagine like almost like fluorescent or like LED. Oh. Like it's like this LED, not fluorescent. Sure, but, but it's yeah. But I mean like. I don't, I don't mean it in the negative connotation of fluorescent. I just mean that it is, you know, this world is mainly populated by, you know, oil lamps and these rush lights and maybe torches and things like that, which is very warm orange light. And suddenly you have this very white light being introduced. It's kind of a, I imagine it's a really strange um, visual of this white light suddenly, like somebody brought in a modern lantern into the setting. Um, and as you approach, you can see the, the individuals coming forward with carts, and there are, yeah, five um, various people lied out in various states of injury. You can see a lot of them um, appear to have been, like, have massive gash wounds, like they've been ravaged by an animal. Um, some have huge bite marks, like, on their shoulders. One has one on their calf, and... Um, they look to be a little bit in better shape, but a lot of these wounds as well, you can tell they are already uh, incredibly inflamed and puffy. All right. Uh, thank you so, are, so much. These are awful. How long have you been traveling? Oh, it, 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 it only happened last night, it, just today. Um, Bergost is not terribly far from here. 
this is progressing quickly. Uh, the infection on these things. Well, I don't know how much experience you've had with gnolls. Um, Not much. They tend to use... Uh, what is the term for them? Uh, hyenas. Uh, hyenas. Uh, these strange cackling like animals and they use them like, like hunting dogs. Here, and I will go around and yeah, what would you like to use? Yeah, um I'm balancing mechanics and and who Kadom is. Um I think I will go around and clean the wounds first. Yeah. Uh and then cast healing word on everyone okay um make a medicine check for the wounds and then i mean you could roll hit points i guess for healing word but you don't have to i'm gonna do cure wounds okay so you'll have to use multiple spell slots um Uh, 15 for the medicine check 15 so with it takes time but with a very expert hands, you are able to go through and start cleaning these wounds. And Lovelace, you are used to seeing Kadam work, and this is Kadam mm-hmm. in their element, as they are. I mean, not quite. I know Kadam, you're a midwife, but still, this is something you've been, you have done. Oh yes, tra- trained in for decades. And yeah, it you start going through and cleaning these wounds with whatever you know um, medical supplies you have on hand. Um, Lovelace, do you want to do anything while Kadam is doing this? Yeah, I don't know. I'd say I could hold the light, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's flashing everywhere, probably. I'll I'll only renew it. I'll probably put it... It is light. You could cast it on something else, right? Oh, yeah. This is a cantrip. Um, yeah, I'll probably cast it on just an object, a, a blanket or a bag or something. Yeah, I mean, Steady if, lot. if Lovelace, you want to help illuminate things, you could be holding this bag or blanket or whatever the object is. I've, I don't know if I'd be the most helpful there. It seems <laughs> okay. like Kidam's got it. I yeah. guess I'm concerned about like there being a company of gnolls large enough to like destroy yeah. a city within I mean, a day of here. It, it is a, it is a town um, based on speaking with this individual who ah what was it Francesca her name is Francesca (laughs) I remember that was somebody suggested that a while back for a name Francesca speaking with Francesca um you do get the sense that Bergost is a relatively small like almost trading post like there yes there are these individuals were people who lived there um and there appear to be about 13 people here with the five injured um, mm-hmm. But it is, it is small. Um, based off of talking with with Francesca, you do though. It seems that there were probably almost twenty of these creatures, um, with you know some accompanying hunting hyena. Um, yeah, if if you want to follow up on that with. Francesca. 
Yeah, I guess so. It's just like, wh where are y'all going? Up to Baldur's Gate? To Candlekeep? Are they still out there? Are they chasing you? I, I don't know if they're still chasing us. We've just been moving, trying to get away. They haven't shown themselves in the past day. They seem to take individuals away, pull them away from our town screaming into the night and and then they set everything ablaze um so we fled and, and yes we, we plan to go to Baldur's Gate uh we have some supplies that we managed to take with us we're hoping maybe we can start something new there At least get our footing. Regroup. I see. Well, um, both my companion and I are also from Baldur's Gate, and I actually also came there as a refugee. Oh. Um, so here, once you get there, oh yes, please. We're in, we're in a hurry. Um, we need to get there as soon as possible yeah. to both solve our own series of deaths but here um do you have a piece of paper or something I, I can write down where you can find me uh i think we may um uh reinhard uh please grab that for me um yes yeah, just one of the books is fine Th thank you um and she hands over this very worn book flips it open just you can write it on the inside here it's the okay. only paper we have on us at the moment here and i'll write my address in Norchapel. okay um, how to find me so thank do you, you have coin you'll need coin to get in not Norchapel. yeah Norchapel. Oh. uh if you're heading up uh, the, the worms way worms crossing right, through worms course. crossing yeah Claire's still getting the vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much? Uh, five copper a person. Um, and that's assuming you've got some uh, some decent guards. We should be able to manage. Thank Here. you. Um, I'm going to dig into the purse that Box of Screws gave gave me and pull out five gold and hand that over. Uh, you got a fair big a bit of baggage. They'll, they might search you, but this should alleviate some of that. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. No, absolutely. Both of you, thank you. Uh, thank you. Ryan, look, please put it in, put it somewhere safe. Um, yeah, they are incredibly thankful for <laughs> everything you do for them. Um, you are man. You, how many spell slots do you use? Five. Okay, I mean, so yeah. someone gets an upcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by, by the time you finish up with this crew, um, this group of people, 
those five people are now walk like able to walk uh, again and are, are able to help, you know, carry things. And you can just see the spirits lifting immensely amongst this group of people. And all of them are, as you are, I suppose, getting ready to leave, they all are just very thankful. Thank you. Thank you. And just saying thank You're you. You're very welcome. Um, and Francesca says to the both of you, uh, we are as well going to keep moving. I would, I don't, as I said, we haven't seen them since, but I would recommend staying out of sight, uh, keeping an eye out. We will. This is good to know. We're, we're going to keep keep on our way. Uh, thank you so much. Best and wishes. I would like to try to disguise their trail scent-wise. Yeah. Um, scent? Scent-wise? Or scent-wise and... Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I maybe- mean, I guess it's on a road, though, so... I don't know how helpful it's going to be. Just like, I mean, you're well. Yeah, you're welcome to do that. Hey, uh, Kidam, you got any like cinnamon or like camping spices? You're the one with cinnamon. Um, I'm sure I do. Yeah. Could I use it? I got some. Yeah, I got some coriander and thyme, and some dried basil and rosemary. Those would be great. If you don't mind, we might have a couple bland dinners. That's all right. I'd like to see if I can throw these moles off the scent. I will hand that over. Um, and I would like to just like kind of like go a ways up and down the road. Like of course. Um, make a. Um, can you do a survival check for me as you're trying to, you know? Um, and I would say do it with advantage because Kadam is providing this. You know, mm-hmm. this benefit. Culinary delight. <laughs> yeah. 22. Holy. Because of, because of <laughs> advantage. Okay. Uh, it, it's going to take time. So yeah. you're probably going to have to take at least an hour, you know, maybe even a little more being very thorough about this. But you feel, you're feeling really confident that you're able to. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to disguise their tracks as well? And uh, not just the scent? Or, or are you just it's doing. 22, this? yes. Yeah. You're able to make sure the tracks are are relatively um, smoothed out, so that they're not so obvious that a large group came through here. Or I probably like use my like my own hooves because if they're looking for people yeah. on like foot, mm-hmm. I can like mess them up and like yeah yeah. Uh, and you start spreading this this really potent um, smelling herbs around uh, in hopes of throwing off the uh, scent, but. Who knows if it works or not until who knows (laughs) but yeah yeah, you feel pretty good about it um okay so while she's doing that i will drop back to valor and explain the situation and what what happened and what's going on about the gnolls and that sort of thing uh yeah valor (sighs) all right i guess i'm sleeping in this tonight okay thank you um that's that actually is very helpful to know Okay, uh, we should we should get some food and get to sleep as soon as possible so we can get moving tomorrow. Um, I don't think we should do a fire tonight, so just cold food. All right. Okay, uh, I would like both of you to do perception checks for the night. Can that 22 ride to like 
Also hide the trail off to our camp. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll say that. Yeah, you were able to to get that hidden pretty well. I'll take first watch. Oh, that's exciting. That's a whopping six. A six. Okay. Mine wasn't much better. Mine's a nine. A nine. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, to be consistent, I'm not going to do Valor. Just, I already established that, so. Um, okay, so, Kadam, you have a, I don't know how you feel, but it is, a mu- it's much quieter out here, um, as it seemed that the, the, the chaparral that was near the Lion's Way was a bit denser, kind of near that coastline, but as you break out onto the coastway, it has become more of these rolling kind of plains with these scattered massive oak trees that kind of pop up out of the grasses. And it is quiet. Um, You can hear faint insects here and there, and that wind that was really prevalent throughout the day before. And you can watch as the moon above um, slowly moves through the sky. And nothing happens. You don't hear anything. Yeah. As you exchange watch, Lovelace, you get up ready to to keep your eye out. And uh, all you are greeted with is the faint breathing, snoring of Valor next to you, sleeping in there in in her armor. Um, you can see she's shifting quite a lot, looking very uncomfortable. Um, but nothing plagues you that night. You don't hear anything, just the sound of the wind. Uh, I need you to make another con check for me, and I'm going to make a... Oh, wait. Yeah, because it's the second day. I'm going to make a con check for um, Valor, because mm. Valor is sleeping in her armor. So... Not great. Not great. I got oh. a nine. Valor got a nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So you and Valor suffer a point of exhaustion um, trying to deal with this, uh, you know, these uncomfortable circumstances you find yourselves in. So you will now have disadvantage on ability checks until that point of exhaustion goes away. Okay. All right. The next day arrives. Um, Kadam, would you like to do the honors today? Sure. Uh, I suggest that we maybe move a little bit faster than we have the past couple days. Okay, we can do it. Do you, you ready for this, Valor? Yeah. Oh. Are you all no. right? You got... We're no, great. No, I'm yeah, fine. No, I'm fine. Yep. No problem. Yep. I feel great. Great. I do not believe either of you, but That's... as it your See, choice. All right. Well, I will proceed as though I do. It's good. All right, let's go. Um, <laughs> Valor is pretty quiet through breakfast, um, and you get out on the road. Do you want to mechanically try to go faster? Because there is kind of a thing like for to. that. Okay. That means that, I mean, it won't change necessarily for you, Lovelace. You'll still make your con check, but now... Um, Kadam and Valor as well will be making con checks 
for the this evening coming up. So it's it's bad to get the second half or the second point of exhaustion. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so Kadam just don't understand the mechanics of this game. Yep. <laughs> and is feeling leery about the uh, knolls. Would you like to do it? Okay. Yeah. What what mechanically happens? Uh, I mean, it's just you just everybody makes a con check, and mechanically, I will I will knock a day off of travel, so you will get to Baldur's Gate in four days instead of five. Um, it has been sorry. Help me. How many days has been? We've had two nights on the road. Two nights on the road. So it's the beginning of the third day. Beginning of the third day. So you would I guess you would arrive if you succeed on this, or you regardless if you do it. You will be arriving in Baldur's Gate, I guess, on the fourth night. Let's call it the morning of the fifth day. Does that seem reasonable? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you'll still have to do four nights instead of five nights? Does that make sense? So it'd be two more contracts. No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. My brain is really bad with, with this stuff. Um, if you six, if, So if you do this... Tonight, so this will be the third night. Yes, you would be arriving. We'll just say you'll be arriving the the, the, the evening of the fourth. The that that fourth night is when you arrive in Baldur's Gate. So you'll be arriving in the evening, on the fourth day. Okay. All right. All right. So one more contract. Tomorrow evening. Tomorrow evening. Tomorrow evening. Yes. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I can do one more contract. No problem. Okay. Feeling great. All right, um, Kadam, I'm I'm just gonna do the the weather because that's less less exciting. So let me just do that real quick because that's pretty fast. Uh, okay, yeah, it's a nice, beautiful, clear day. Go ahead, um, Kadam, roll a d20 for me. Natural twenty. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. 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 Um, Uh, can you roll? Can you roll 3d4 for me? None. Okay. Um, can you roll a d6 for me? Five. Wow, okay. Alrighty. So, you get up the next day and take off, trying to maintain as fast a speed as possible. And at this point, Kadam, you're able to, you got the feel for this. You're able to hold on despite this quicker speed. Um, So both of you go ahead and make your perception checks for me for the day. A disadvantage? Not for you, because you don't have exhaustion yet. Um, oh, oh, but, but me at disadvantage. Lovelace at disadvantage. Yeah, because you're making your con check at the end of the day, so this yeah. is for that day. All right. Uh, oh wait. Oh, uh, Claire, well, you're are traveling you... at a fast pace. You're yeah. right. Yeah, because that's part of the thing with traveling at a fast pace, right? Is that it's disadvantage? At least that's how we were doing it with our previous campaign. You're right. You're right. Okay. 
Yes, thank you. Sorry. Consistency. Lots of rules. Thank you. So yes. many rules. Both I of got you. a six. You got a six. Okay, great. What did you get, Kadam? Twelve. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm not going to do Valor. Just going to stay consistent. All right, so you got... Uh, so for that D6, you got a five. And for the D4s, you got a nine. Okay, cool. Um... Alrighty. Want to become famous? There it is again. <laughs> uh, okay. So, as you start riding out on the day, it is it is a beautiful day. Um, you progress through this day with I, I. Not to put emotions into whatever your characters are feeling, but there I feel is there there is palpable tension knowing that this this threat is is potentially on the horizon or behind you um and you can see valor is focused just um and let's see kadam yeah kadam you do notice though obviously valor was lying you could easily see that but you do see as Valor's writing periodically will and is rubbing her eyes throughout the day, seeming to kind of struggle with probably her last night's rest. Um, despite this tension, though, you get through the entire day without spotting anything, just going through these rolling planes. And uh, let me move the token to see where we end up. Um, yes, but towards the end of the day, you the, the, to the um, west, there seems to be a bit of a forest that starts to creep in. And you end up in, uh, the plains start to dissipate a bit more, and you end up in a, in a what appears to be the edge of some forest that creeps into the, the road itself. And you find yourself in more of thicker trees. Um, and you come to the end of the day as Valor pulls you off the side of the trail trying her best to find somewhere that seems to be safe and hidden and you set up for the evening getting dinner ready Valor is still says to both of you I still don't know if we should make a fire I mean we didn't encounter anything all day I think I think we can probably afford a fire <sighs> I, I agree I, I, I could use some warm food tonight we made good time today we did but, okay um, and she starts getting the fire ready and getting food. Uh, so, as you are getting dinner ready for the night, um, do make two of you con checks? Yeah, make your con checks. I need everybody to make con checks. Can I rage get advantage on it for a minute? Do you get advantage on I, con checks if you rage? No, str strength checks. Just strength checks. Yeah, no, I would say no. Um, but sorry. for one, I could get it up to three minutes a day. 
Well, wait, oh, wait, wait, sorry. It does It does give you advantage on con checks if you rage? No, 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 no. no. Just strength checks. Yeah, just like, it lasts for a minute and I have three rages. Yeah, I would say no then. Just because this is a con check. This is more about an extended, lengthy period of exertion, not a short burst. Okay, and so when you say check, is it an ability check? An ability check, correct. So having one level of exhaustion... You... Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's the mm, thing with exhaustion. Yeah. Ah, that's that's not, not. Mm, okay, cool. So Valor's cool, cool, okay. Cool, cool. None. Okay, you suffer a point of exhaustion. Right, that's your first, so you're fine. Okay, big money, big money. <laughs> Lots of nines today. Ooh, okay, man. Okay, that is two points of exhaustion. My speed is half. Okay. 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 All right. Well, you uh, start to prepare dinner with Valor, and you are both feeling beat, sore, just everything hurts. Uh, This is really starting to take a toll on you, Um, Lovelace, carrying Mm -hmm. Kadam around and trying to maintain that speed all yeah. day. Um, Valor's looking pretty good. You know, I mean, she still looks tired, but, you know. How is Valor's horse? Yeah. <laughs> Valor's horse seems fine. <laughs> I, I'm not going to roll a contact for the damn horse. <laughs> I don't want to get that simmy. <laughs> um, yeah, of course, Valor's fine. Yeah, her yeah. horse, I bet, is exhausted carrying around all that plate mail. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, what would uh, what would would you like to do anything as you're getting ready for dinner? Otherwise, we can go into the evening. Kidam. Yes. <clears throat> I don't think I can do this. I think oh, my legs hurts real bad. Would you like me to take a look? Yeah, sure. Um, and I guess just like, how do you stick out a leg? I guess like stick backwards a leg to kind of like bring it up. Yeah, is it, like is it the bottom of your hoof? Is it it's kind of like my thigh muscle? there? It's like the top part of it. Oh yeah. Like the joint is like feels inflamed. Well, you've been going a lot harder, a lot longer, with a lot more weight on you than usual. Yep. I I honestly don't think I can carry you tomorrow and uh, do this. I feel all like Alright, can... well It'll be good for me to get some cardio in. I don't need uh, it's possible you're just you just you're just tired and you have an overuse injury. Yeah, yeah, it I might, can't really might be fine in the morning. Yeah, uh, I hope so. Um. <laughs> Claire wants to go into uh, like injury prevention and, uh, mode here. Does it hurt? Does it hurt more or less when you stretch it? Is it like underneath the kneecap or is right. it in the tendons on either side? <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, I mean, go ahead and make a medicine check for me. Uh, yeah, I can do that. No, that's a that's a low number. 
Eight. Eight. Okay. Um, it's. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not really able to do much for. Unfortunately, yeah. it seems to be a little deeper. Whatever the the pain and soreness is that's occurring with Lovelace, um, and it's just, yeah. How, how do you get rid of exhaustion? Uh, when you sleep, you I sleep. think. <laughs> yeah, you sleep and the point goes away. Um, oh, so I might be fine in the morning. Oh, you know what? I just realized because you made that check. God, how does that work? Ugh. No, yeah, I think it would have it would have carried over to the next day. Yeah, so you so in the morning you'll probably you will go back automatically go back to one point. So, uh, okay. So since we're approaching nine, this is what. Um, I'm so angry I can't be tired. Somebody about the rage. Uh, since we uh, since we are approaching nine, this is this is what happens as you are finishing up dinner. Um, Lovelace, I'm oh, sorry, yep. Kadam. Um, your perception check for the day was a twelve. I believe so. Okay. Okay. So, everything's fine. But wait, I'm currently at two levels of exhaustion, correct? Correct. So, uh, I will look up the specifics of that for next session to make sure that it's not like. I think that's how it works, though, because it's at the end of the day. That that makes sense in story. Yeah, and in story, I think it makes sense too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um,. Okay, so... Oh, boy. As you are finishing up dinner, you hear... Make some friends. Some friends. And you make some friends. And everything's fine. Okay, you're waiting there. Uh, sorry, you're not waiting. You're 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 comfortably. Yeah. Ooh, what's gonna happen? Um, my 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 narrative storytelling right now is not not working well. I know. Okay, I know how I'm gonna do this. Okay, you are uh, finishing up dinner, and. Kadam, you hear a snap of a twig in the forest behind you, in the dark. And you hear this faint... (laughs) And then you hear another sound further off in the forest, almost a response. one deeper in the forest and at this point Lovelace you start to hear these sounds I would like to use dark vision you activate it so mark down one use um, and go ahead and make a perception check if you are looking off into the forest uh, unfortunately at disadvantage but still I think we've got company 19 at disadvantage nice you, it's that dryad juice. <laughs> you look off into the forest. 
God, wait, my eyes just like glow with green or something. Ooh, what yeah. Is... Yeah. Well, certainly they get that like reflective light thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. So as as it activates, there's suddenly that like Kadang, you catch almost that cat eye shine in uh you know at the back of Kadam's eyes as uh, sorry, Lovelace's eyes as Lovelace looks off into the forest and Lovelace the firelight becomes almost overwhelmingly bright for a moment and then you kind of hold a hand up blocking the light and everything clarifies out to 60 feet black and white (laughs) into the forest and you catch another pair of eye shine and these large well you see this kind of gnarled snout these ears popping up from above that are one is missing a bit of flesh and it's kind of dangling a little to one side almost it would almost be cute as it's limp but then you see the face itself and it's this hyena looking face with this large shaggy mane just coming out the back and it's (laughs) and it's pulling up a long bow aiming an arrow directly towards your camp and that's when all of you start to hear this cacophony of laughter erupting around the forest surrounding you. <laughs> and that is where we'll end tonight's session as you watch this one knoll staring you down, Lovelace, <laughs> pulling the arrow back. Okay. Oh. Oh, this is the environment I was meant for. And I'm at half freaking speed. So uh, I, I just, I just want to, I just want to uh, uh, pull back the curtain just a little bit here because I just want you, I want everybody to know what was happening because it was just so wild. Oh, no. um, so the first, the people arriving, it was like, it was like uh, refugees. So then I had to like quickly spin my wheels of like, what the fuck are they running from? Um, <laughs> And then I just looked at, like, what are the creatures that could be in this area? And I saw gnolls, and I'm like, okay, cool, cool, we'll go with that. And then it was like, okay, in my head I went, all right, if they happen to roll on a monster roll, like a, ran- you know, a combat roll, it's go- it's just going to be gnolls. Like, it makes sense. Like, that would be the thing. And then Kadam rolled a natural 20. So I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah, it seems that they have been trying to follow um maybe they they missed you know they 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 missed the uh tracks of the refugees but they seem to have found some new prey um yeah we are far fewer than the refugees yes you are i am scared remember what i said about um you can always run or or hide or (laughs) yeah 20 feet per round Yeah, yeah Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. That was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Just two more hours. <laughs> I'm prey. I don't want to be prey. You're what? I'm prey. You're this prey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm limping, and these are hyena. Yeah. Um. This is not good. <laughs> I will say. I am secretly have wanted to have a Noel encounter for a very, very long time because I don't know why I get really excited about hyenas because they make the weirdest fucking sounds. I don't know if you've ever heard hyenas, but yes. they make really weird sounds. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Sir David Attenborough. <laughs> oh, what an operation. Oh, God. The more you know. On that note. Yes. Sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm, okay. Um, I'm delirious. <laughs> uh, thank you, both of you, Olive and Claire, as always. I just have so much fun with both of you. Um, it's always a good time. And thank you to our, to everyone watching tonight. Um, yeah, so much fun. All right. Okay, have a good night. Thank good you night. for watching. Good night. <laughs> I'm going to switch it to some more pleasant music and goodbye.